That's right, folks. That's right. That's right. That's right. Episode seven. I apologize. You know why I apologize, folks. Um, last week I didn't do it. I was um taking care of personal stuff, so that's why I didn't bring you guys episode seven. But I made it up. I actually had things to do, so personal issues and stuff like that. So I take care of that. But I'm back at it again, folks. WrestleMania weekend is um coming up. And it's upon us. Um, let me start off by giving out some shout outs. Uh, let me shout out to the UK people out there doing their wrestling podcast, Hella Wicked. Also, let me shout out to um, 83 Weeks with Comrade Thompson and Eric Bischoff and again, he to Comrade Thompson on something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. As well as, um, I want to shout out to my boy, Sunny Spoon Sports 20. Let me give him. Uh, round of applause because he's doing his thing with his new wrestling podcast. It's called um, The Nigga Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest. Check that out wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. I actually listened to episode one last week. It was pretty good. Um, and also, um, I want to send a shout out to, um, to you stoners out there. If you are a stoner, yes, that like to smoke that green, green leafy stuff of the Mary Jane. You know what I'm talking about, folks. Um, shout out to Herbs Trading Corp. Check them out on Instagram at Herbs Corp or at www.herbs.tk for stoner essentials and mystery boxes. Herbs Corp. Herbs Corp. Where you get all your smoking essentials. All right. Last night I did my... Anything and everything podcast with the boys for 20 and um, we went on a debate last night. Yes, we had a little wrestling debate for a person that does not like wrestling. Me and Sunny Spoons for 20, we actually went on a wrestling debate and um, you already know how much I feel about um, the state of wrestling at the moment, especially with um, all elite wrestling and um, me and Sunny Spoons 420 were debating last night that about All Elite going against WWE. And um, right now, in his point of view, he did have a good point that Mr. McMahon is like Thanos. <laughs> Pretty much, he did buy all the wrestling um, organizations. First, he bought the wrestling corporation back in the early 80s. From his father, then he bought the Crockett promotions, and you know, Mr. McMahon was a baller back then, buying all these little wrestling corporations and stuff like that, all these little things. Then next thing you know, you get to the early 2000s, he bought WCW. Before that, he bought ECW. So he bought all these companies, and now he, me and Sunny Spoons last night were actually debating about uh, will All Elite Wrestling have a chance against WWE? But he don't seem to realize is that right now is that the wrestling scene is all focused on the independent scene. You know what I mean? Where everybody's making their own schedules. Everybody can do certain things that you can't do in WWE. Like I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to use this for example. Like I said this before. Like if you took the Young Bucks and put them in WWE. They're going to take their wrestling style and they're going to drain it down to make it more WWE friendly like. But when you're in the independent scene, it's like you can do pretty much whatever. You know what I mean? So 
and you have a lighter schedule. That's another thing that I was trying to debate with him last night. Didn't go far enough, but eventually, these are things that I have talked mentioned to him before that when you independent, you can actually do your own thing. It's almost like I'd say during my other anything and everything podcast, folks, that you can do the same thing too when you're independent artist in music, where you pretty much do your own publishing and you pretty much being your own person and everything right now at the scene of everything in music is all streaming. You know what I mean? Where you can actually control of all your songs and all this stuff, not having third party do it. That's like in WWE, you have like a big creative team, for example, and they have to tell you and what not to tell you. Yes, there are rules in the independent scene as well, but at the same time too, when it comes to your wrestling style and moves, you can actually do pretty much anything. But in WWE, it's like what I tell people all the time, you can actually like tone it down a lot. Like NXT is like the minor league of WWE, of course, but next thing you know from right there, you do see stars from the independent scene make it in NXT, and then from right there, they end up, you know, using and doing stuff that they were doing before in the independence. But then when they get to the main roster, like Raw and SmackDown, they end up like um, pretty much toning down the wrestling style. Let's see how it goes for right now with Ricochet and Alistair Black and all those people that made it from the main, I mean, from the NXT to the main roster. Let's see if they're going to have to change their wrestling style. Because I remember, like, for example, guys like Randy Orton and John Cena, when they are in The Rock, for example, when they actually debuted and were in the main roster, they ended up using, like, you know, high-flying moves or whatever. A big guy like Brock Lesnar, when he debuted in the main roster, he was actually doing, like, power moves. So it's a difference when it comes to, like, certain things like that. That's why I'm like, wow, okay. So if they're the independent scene, will they actually be able to change up their style? Yeah, in WWE, they're going to change their style, but independent scene, they're not. So this is a debate I was trying to have with him last night. And also, um, the other thing is, too, I was um, we were arguing about is that um, Mr. McMahon is going ahead of a guy that's also a billionaire himself. All right. And this guy invested a lot of money in AEW. All right. And I mentioned this before, but next thing you know, this guy has money as well. He actually became um, he beat Mr. McMahon on the Forbes list. All right. Right now, I want to change the subject real quick. Uh, Mr. McMahon has been on the low selling his wrestling stock. Yes, people. Mr. McMahon has been selling his WWE stock. So at the moment, I do not know exactly how much he's been selling, but he's been selling a good portion of it because he's right now more invested in his XFL brand. That's going to be coming up next year. So the change of wrestling, Mr. McMahon looks like he wants to retire out of WWE and he wants to be like, I'm going to say like Mr. Kraft from the New England Patriots and just relax on the sunshine. You know what I mean? That's what Mr. McMahon wants to do right now. That's what I'm looking at. It. But then you got this other guy that owns an NFL team. He owns an NFL team. And also he invested a lot of money in AEW. Did this guy take a chance and look at previous wrestling organizations like WCW and 
see their mistakes, not to make the same mistakes in, like um, WCW did. Because right now, he's actually invested in good money on an organization that a lot of folks are eyeing to. And that's the independent scene. You know what I mean? So yes, I did tell Sonny Spoons 420 last night that WWE has some worry to worry about. You know what I mean? Because say right now, Mr. McMahon is no longer running shit. Yes, you got Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, and Shane McMahon that's run by the family. I understand that. But right now, the big, big, big picture is the independent scene. And that's where everybody wants to go to. Because you got wrestlers right now in the WWE that have mentioned that um, contracts are coming up. And they're going to get ready to leave. And when they leave, they're not looking back. Because they want to have a lighter schedule. And they want to have freedom. And when you're locked into that WWE contract, yes, you are, you made it. You made it. They said, all right. That was your big dream as a young kid. It's my dream too, one day too, if I wanted to be a Kamara wrestler, work for the WWE. I always dreamed that. Because I loved wrestling. You know what I mean? WWE was the main cream of the crop. You know what I mean? So, that being said, when it comes to that, um, right now, if I had a choice, even though I'm a WWE fan to the day I die, should I have a lighter schedule or go should I go to WWE? First things first, folks, you know what I'll do? I'll pull a Ronda Rousey. I will go to WWE, you know, for a year, whatever, and then try it out. All right, and if I and if I go to a WrestleMania and I win a championship, all right, my accomplishment is done. You know what I mean? I did everything. And I want to continue being a wrestler. All right, let me take my freedom and go to independent scene. You know what I mean? Lighter schedule and much more free, much more freedom to do a lot of much more things that I couldn't do in WWE. So back to the people that want to quit WWE right now. Dean Ambrose is one of those people. Dean Ambrose is right now heading out the door of WWE. He's been booked in matches that have put him in a position that he's been getting squashed like a jobber. They're making him look really bad. And I look at Dean Ambrose as a great superstar that should have been doing bigger things than other superstars there. You know what I mean? He's losing to people that shouldn't even have a big um, push. You know what I mean? At the moment. He's been there for a grip. You know what I mean? But if you're going to make Dean Ambrose, like, you know, he, he's, ready, he's getting ready to leave. How about you um, put him against guys that are worthy? Okay, I'll take that back. He, they are. Drew McIntyre is one of them. But then when you put him with the likes of EC3, I like EC3. But he needs more of a bigger push before he can become up there with the Dean Ambrose, with Seth Rollins, and the Roman Reigns of the world. But then Dean Ambrose is getting ready to leave. I do not know why he wants to leave. And then eventually, I'll take that back. I do know why he wants to leave. Because he does not like the schedule. That's the thing. I mentioned it before. And it's already taking a toll on him. He wants to have freedom. Another rumor has it that Randy Orton wants to leave WWE as well. You know what I mean? A lot of these wrestlers' contracts are getting ready to expire. The Usos are one of them as well. You know what I mean? There was a big debate with New Day wanting to leave WWE. I see it happening as well. You know what I mean? Just to see that 
dream matches will come true if they went to the independent scene. Like, who wouldn't want to see the Usos um, go against, like, the Lucha Brothers, um, the Young Bucks, you know what I mean, the Briscoes, you know? These are, and the same thing with the New Days. So they can pretty much fight all, and wrestle all these different um, tag teams, you know what I mean? Because that's one thing I like about the independent scene. The tag team in the independent scene is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like the Gorillas of the Mist. Oh my God, that'd be a dream match. The Usos versus the Gorillas of the Mist. You know what I mean? I would love to see that happen. There's a lot of dream matches that I would love to see that will only happen in the independent scene. Because the independent scene, they have much more freedom than they don't have in WWE. So, Dean Ambrose contract is expiring in April. So I would like to see where his hat is going to be laying if unless WWE offers him a bigger contract than what he had before. But I highly doubt it. The only person that like I know at the moment that actually re um you know re-signed with the company, like not um pretty much extended the contract. That's what I want to say. Extended the contract was AJ Styles. You know what I mean? AJ Styles was a big, big name in the independent scene. So I think right now he feels comfortable in WWE. So let's see how that will turn out now because right now they're giving pushes to people like I'm gonna get to him in a minute, um, Kofi Kingston of the world that deserve it. You know what I mean? And I respect that a guy like AJ Styles to come from where he came from, he really did what he did coming to the WWE. And letting a guy like Kofi Kingston um, take a, like a chance on the throne, you know what I mean? Because sometimes when you're a household name like AJ Styles, they're like, no, um, I'm here for a reason. I want to make sure that I'm still on top no matter what. You know what I mean? And I respect AJ Styles like pretty much saying like, oh, man, this guy has been busting his ass for so long. Please give this guy a chance. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about that situation. You know what I mean? But... Back to the going back to independence. Let's see what happens because after WrestleMania, I already know there's gonna be a lot of NXT call-ups from both the UK brand and the um, NXT brand from Florida, as well as the shakeup with uh, Raw and SmackDown that can go, including like 205 NXT as well too. There's gonna be a lot of changes come April when it. When it, after WrestleMania, I already see it, you know, but it's going to be a very, very interesting April month. That's all I got to say. April is going to be very, very interesting in the wrestling world, folks. But I want to switch up into some funny stuff that I thought it was funny. Um, shout out to Bray Wyatt and JoJo. They're with Child. Yes, JoJo and Bray Wyatt have been off television for a while. Um, Bray Wyatt was on Instagram showing off his new look. Still rocking the dreads, but he has to kind of like have like a Braun Strowman type look too. You're like the sides of his head are shaved and all that. And he's still rocking the dreads. Kind of like a road dog <laughs> mess that he has there. But they were child. Shut them out. You know, congratulations to them. But I remember like last year, Bray Wyatt was in controversy because the thing was that he ended up, um, what you call it? He was, I guess, he cheated on his then wife with JoJo. Um, 
not to sound funny here, but I think Bray Wyatt has some jungle fever. So, hey, sometimes you find happiness somewhere else and you go with the flow. So, I um, can't hate on that. So, shout out Bray Wyatt. Also, John Cena has been on the low as a late. He's been on the low. And um, he was um, on the scene, got caught on the scene with a new main squeeze. You know, and um, I got to say, for John Cena, his heartbreak with Nikki Bella was actually pretty, you know, hard for him. You know what I mean? And uh, that was actually his one true love. That's what he wanted to say. For me, I think, I, about me, think about that situation, I think about like this. John Cena. You got all the money in the world. You should get. You should have been getting rid of Nikki Bella. I could have seen that from a mile away. Nikki Bella to me is a gold digger, a big time gold digger. I'll get to her and her sister in a minute. But anyways, I'm happy for Mr. Cena. You know what I mean? He's doing his thing. He's actually pulling the rock card. You know, doing his acting stuff and you know, um, as well as um. Being out in Japan, China, I don't know where the hell he's been, but rocking that new Jackie Chan hair. But he don't realize he's going bald, so pretty soon he had to do like a Mickey, pull a Mickey and go bald himself. But John Cena, keep up. You know what I mean? You deserve to be happy, so I hope that you find happiness. And if this is the one, then shout you out. And back to Nikki Bella. Um, she claimed on Twitter recently that she is retiring. Not just her. Um, her sister too, all right. And for me, I don't care about that because this is how I feel about that situation. You should have been retired. I never liked none of y'all, really. To be honest with y'all too, y'all two should have been stars out of reality TV. You know what? I, I'm gonna go on a rant here. I see the Bella twins should have been on loving hip hop. You know what I mean? That's where I see the Belters. They should have been on Love and Hip Hop. Seriously. I can see them going against the likes of Joe Button's fiance, fucking Sin, and all these other ratchet females on Love and Hip Hop. I'm not trying to say Sin's ratchet, you know? I respect her very much. <laughs> but I'm just saying that I can see the Belters going on like Love and Hip Hop. Or doing some type of shit, being a video vixen and shit like that. Because that's where I see them. But anyways, let's move on. I can't stand them. Sorry, folks. But that's just my rant on the Bella Twins. But also, right now, WrestleMania. I want to talk about WrestleMania because it's upon us. And um, the card is stacked. And um, I want to run down real quick because... Raw and SmackDown have been like somewhat heating up the competition before WrestleMania to make it actually somewhat worthy to watch. You know what I mean? Because when it comes Royal Rumble, that's WrestleMania season. You know what I mean? And you will think around that time they're going to actually make it like, all right, now that WrestleMania is upon us, let's try to make these shows and sell out these crowds and make them much more bigger and better. But eventually, that was the then, and this is the now. When I say that was then, 
it was actually started off at a very slow start, but now it's actually heating up, you know? So WrestleMania looks like it's about to be good, you know what I mean? First off, it was like when I saw the match between Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle because Kurt Angle is on the farewell tour. I really hope that it's not Barry Corbin versus Kurt Angle. That could probably be just a tease or something like that. I can see that maybe John Cena, like, you know, what's that word? Um, interfering in the match, you know what I mean? And like, or getting a beating of Baron Corn backstage so he can fight Kurt Angle. You know what I mean? And that'll be pretty good. I would like to see something like that happen. You know, and also you got like, um, let me see. Let's see. There's a lot, a lot of good matches I'm thinking about right now. I don't know what they're going to do with the tag team titles on SmackDown yet. I don't know what they're going to do with the tag team titles on Raw. But. It's just kind of funny to me when I want to switch it to the main event of WrestleMania this year. That's going to be the headliner. I have gotten pissed off before that on the Ronda Rousey situation. I really hope she does leave WWE after WrestleMania so she could start off her family. Because I still would have thought that the match would have been good if it was just Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. They could have tore that house down and made that main event a main event to remember them just them two alone. You know what I mean? But then you got Charlotte Flair that defeats Oscar. You know what I mean? Yeah, she defeats Oscar. Okay. She defeats Oscar and she's a champion. So what in the right mind of Mr. McMahon are they doing? Are they gonna put a double champion on both shows? Is um gonna be one champion on both shows are they doing with the women's tag team titles? I think it's kind of stupid if they did that, you know, and I, at this moment, if I was Asuka, I'll ask for a freaking my contract to be up because seriously, like seriously, like just leave, you know, that's how I feel about that situation because Asuka's a very, very good superstar and for Charlotte to defeat her just to get the title and, and have that title at WrestleMania, are they going to pull a card where Ronda Rousey, I mean, sorry, Charlotte Flair defends her title against Asuka. And then from right there, she defends it against, um, I mean, she defends against Asuka. She loses, Asuka wins, she got some little WrestleMania moment. Then all of a sudden, Charlotte's like, oh, okay, I already lost this title, but I'm going to go beat Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch and become the Raw um, champion. I think it's very stupid that they did this. You know what I mean? I think it's very stupid that they did this. But I'll let move on. This year, Elias is going to be performing. That's another thing that's going to happen. I can see that also getting interrupted. Then you also got... Uh, let me see. The Andre Battle Royal. They didn't even mention that about the Wounds Battle Royal, but I think these two matches will actually be um, the kickoff starter matches. You know what I mean? And when it comes to this Andre Battle Royal, same thing with the um, the Women's Battle Royal. I'm upset because they should have... It's, it's like I want to get back into time when I say that. Is that when the King of the Ring was around, you will think when they became King of the Ring, they'll end up 
using that superstar that oh yeah superstar has a lot of potential that superstar is going to be the one all right he automatically will get uh you know a number one contenders match for the world title they only did that once and that was when brock lesnar won it and he defeated the rock at SummerSlam. you know what i mean why can't they do the same thing too with the andre battle royal you know what i mean because remember they started off with money in the bank at WrestleMania 21, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Edge won that match. You know, and next thing you know, it became so popular that every single WrestleMania had a money in the bank set. It ended up making their own pay-per-view. All right. You got the Royal Rumble winner. The um, whoever is the last man standing in the, Royal, in the Royal Rumble, they become the number one contender to wrestle the champion at WrestleMania. Okay? Why is it? And why is why is it that they can't do the same thing too at WrestleMania? Why can't they do something like, all right, the winner of the Andre Battle Royal or the winner of the Women's Battle Royal, why not use them and that one superstar that won that wrestle the champion at SummerSlam? Because SummerSlam is one of the biggest pay-per-views of the summer. You know what I mean? It stands out. SummerSlam always been a standing out pay-per-view. You know what I mean? And then you could do the same thing with Survivor Series, but Survivor Series is more like now a head-to-head -head type of um, pay-per-view because if the brand is split in between two shows, you know what I mean? So it only makes sense to do that. But if it wasn't, you could have probably... Do something like that, but the tradition of Survivor Series, it was always been a, um, you know, elimination match of tag teams. You know what I mean? So, this is why I'm upset with this Andre and Women's Battle Royal type of thing. Because they should have been using that concept and making them into number one contenders. You know, where it wins, you become the number one contender and then wrestle the champion at SummerSlam. You know, because now there's no more money in the bank at WrestleMania. Money in the bank now has its own pay-per-view, you know. So it's only right if they did that with the Andre Battle Royale because it means something. Because you have previous winners like, this is stupid. You had Cesaro did the first one. Pretty much did a WrestleMania moment where he pretty much picked up Big Show, tossed him out. He won the first one. Then I think Barry Corbin won the second one. Then it was Big Show that won the third one, if I'm not mistaken. And then you got Matt Hardy that won the fourth one, if I in that correct order. I don't know. But anyways, those are like the four people that I... Oh, yeah, Barry Corbin won as well, too. And Barry Corbin, I thought he was going to actually do big things when he won the Andre Battle Royale because he was just an NXT, an NXT call-up. To wrestle at, for the at the in the battle royal, you know what I mean, and he won it. So you want to think that a guy that was a rookie from NXT went something like that big, they were gonna give him a big push, you know? That didn't happen. So I like guys, shout out to WrestleMania on YouTube. I like watching his videos. Um, he just uh, was giving like a breakdown of the Andre Battle Royal and how. It's cursed, you know. I think it's cursed, seriously, because 
there's no way that he, this is going to actually go any further. You know what I mean? That the way it is, it's just like a pretty much like a boring match now. You have to make it meaningful, especially in the name of Andre the Giant. You know what I mean? A guy that was a big household name in WWE. You know? So, that being said, you guys, it's like, I should say, like, come tomorrow, come today, shout out on Twitter. Winner of the Andre and Women's Battle Royal this year will get a number one contenders match at SummerSlam. Just an idea, folks. You know, because your creative team is working hard. Why not do something with the Andre Battle Royal? That's what I ran about that, but let me switch off to something else in this WrestleMania card. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. This is gonna I already see there's gonna be a lot, a lot, a lot of good things in this match. You know what I mean? So you got an independent wrestler versus a WWE legend. <laughs> yeah, I say a legend because he's been there a very, very long time. And the way that they've been shooting their promos, it's almost like shoots. So I've been dying to see that match. I've been dying to see that match happen. You know what I mean? So that's going to be a good one. Another good match that I can't wait to see is, um, sadly, you might not agree with me, is Shane McMahon versus The Miz. That looks like it's going to be a good match as well. You know what I mean? Um, I already see this. Like, I would have thought Miz was going to be a heel in this match going in, but eventually I'm wrong. It's going to actually be Shane McMahon going in as the heel. And it's going to be a good one. Then you also have Batista versus Triple H. Batista wanted Triple H's career on the line. This ain't the first time Triple H's career was on the line because he actually put his career on the line against Brock Lesnar at a WrestleMania. So <laughs> it's like deja vu all over again. So the shoots that Dave Batista been giving Triple H and stuff like that, I agree with him. So, I can't wait to see that match as well. That one I'm really eyeing for because it's been a long time I've seen Batista in a wrestling ring because he's been doing his thing in Hollywood. You know? Also, another match I've been dying to see is, um, is the women's tag team match. The reason why is that I see that they're going to act... For me, hopefully... It's going to be a good match with, like, I think it's going to be six women. I think it's going to probably be Beth Phoenix and Natalia, Tamina and Nia Jax against the tag team champions of Sasha Banks and Bailey. You know, I would really would like to see Natalia and Beth Phoenix win. You know what I mean? Because they were actually a great tag team before those titles were in the picture because if those titles were in the picture when they were actually dominating back then as a group themselves, you never know how long those tag team titles would have been in their possession, you know? There could have been a year or two that nobody would have been able to defeat them because they were an awesome team together and they have a lot of great chemistry and they're best friends. So I want to see that match as well. So now, let's see if the man himself can do it. That's right. I'm talking about Kofi Kingston. All right. Kofi Kingston been giving a lot, a lot, a lot of, you know, slack. You know what I mean? When I say that is that they've been busting the poor kid's balls. You know, he's been there for 11 years. And Mr. McMahon been pushing his buttons. The New Day did it for him this week on SmackDown. They actually 
defeated a bunch of tag teams so they can actually have Kofi Kingston, um, you know, become a number one contender against Daniel Bryan. Can Kofi Kingston finally do it and become WWE champion? I really hope so. I really hope there's no interference. You know what I mean? I really hope that Kofi Kingston does, you know, win the title and also that it'll be great to see um, an African-American champion. You know what I mean? Because WWE champion. There's, I don't think there has been a WWE champion. I have ranted about that before. Even on my other podcast that I do. Um, I have not seen another WWE champion. It'll be, I'll be nice to see one. You know what I mean? An African-American champion, you know? So, hope that Kofi Kingston does win. Then we got... Seth Rollins are going against Brock Lesnar. All right. I want to see that title be wrestled more on Raw. I want to see that title used as a big title they do with the WWE title. You know what I mean? So I really hope that Brock Lesnar drops the title and let Seth Rollins, you know, become champion. You know what I mean? It'll be nice to. I really hope that there's some type of interference where, you know, Roman Reigns attacks Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins wins. You know what I mean? That'd be pretty cool to see that. So, let's see what happens with that match. Also, we've got the main event. The main event is the women's match. You know what I mean? There's two titles on the line. I don't know if there's going to be two titles on the line. But, with that being said... I really hope Becky Lynch wins, and I really hope that she wins the title because she deserves it, and it'll be great to see her get her WrestleMania moment. You know what I mean? And that's just like my theory and thoughts on what I think so far. But then also this year, they ain't good. Like I mentioned it before, I have not seen. Undertaker, I have not seen him do anything. You know what I mean? Um, so right now, Undertaker is probably at um, he's got. I mean, no, I'm sorry. Undertaker is gonna be at Starcast. You know what I mean? And um, he's gonna be doing that. And I don't think he's gonna be at WrestleMania this year. But at the same time, too, um. The thing is that there's been some rumors going around um, that Sting would like to get out of retirement and wrestle the big man. And um, the thing is that right now WrestleMania is like the card is stacked. The only thing that I can see is that Elias... Gets interrupted by the Undertaker. And that Sting comes out with the baseball bat and points at the Undertaker. And that's it. And um, the thing is, that being said, I would like to see this happen at Crown Jewel. And I think it probably will happen because... And, um, because I think Mr. McMahon wants to do big things with that, um, pay-per-view, 
You know what I mean? Get big names out there. I think that last year, since I don't know, I know what their beliefs and stuff like that is, they didn't have the women go out there. But I think this year, if I'm not mistaken, the women are going to be out there. That's going to be a big thing, as well as not as well as well. I mean, excuse me, I'm in a tongue twister here. Um, as well, have a big match, and that will be Undertaker versus Sting, a match that a lot of people wanted to see happen. You know what I mean? Is it too late? It's never too late in wrestling, you know, to see a match that was supposed to um, happen a while back. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, that being said, um, and um, give me one sec. Um, give me one second. I got to get my notes here. As well as, what was the other thing? Um, let me see. I wanted to see something else that if this were to happen at Crown Jewel, this will literally be a big, big, big thing, you know? So, that being said, let's see what happens with WrestleMania and with Crown Jewel going forward, all right? And also, um, that's just my little rant on NXT. All right. Yesterday was the 29th, and Jim Ross actually, um, what's that word? His contract with WWE expired. All right. He's no longer in WWE. I thought he wasn't in WWE at all anyways, because I see him announcing at New Japan already and stuff like that. And um, um, the thing is, also, what is he doing retiring from WWE? I already thought he did, you know, but he's been announcing New Japan. But I guess he's no longer with WWE or he's not like, probably his Legends contract expired with WWE. And um, as well as that too. So anyways, Jim Ross, thanks for your work, you know, but I see you working in other wrestling promotions, you know what I mean? So yeah. Also... Oh, man. Let's see here in my notes. Let <laughs> me write a lot of stuff down lately. There's actually um, something that big happened this week in sports media. Yes. New England's Patriots tight end Gronkowski retired from NFL. Then you also got Conor McGregor that retired from UFC. I understand that they're two different um, places in sports. You got NFL, you got USC. Reason why I mentioned both of them, all right? Conor McGregor, uh, Conor McGregor been mocking a lot, Mr. McMahon, how he walks and stuff like that when he's going walking to the octagon. Gronkowski. Is a is friends with Mojo Rally. He likes wrestling. I see them both can do the thing in WWE. They both retired. I can see something happening. You know, getting those two big guys into the WWE. You know what I mean? Miss um, Stephanie McMahon then mentioned to Gronk that the doors are open for him. 
in the WWE. So I would like to see Gronk in the WWE as well as McGregor in WWE. And Roman Reigns did tweet it out that Conor McGregor will be good fit in 205 Live. So I want to see that happen. If Conor McGregor can actually do something 205 Live, you know what I mean? I can see him matching up with the um, the cruiserweights there, you know what I mean? Because the cruiserweight division in WWE is actually, you know, it's been getting a little irritating. It's not like WCW's cruiserweight division, but it is something, you know what I mean? So I would like to see that happening, you know? So let's see what that goes from right there. So also um, NXT TakeOver. Um this weekend coming up and you also got the Madison Square Garden show you know what I mean I have mentioned that before it's going to be a very 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 um interesting um weekend in wrestling this week coming up because you got WWE's Wrestlemania access week you also got they're also doing the Worlds Collide this week as well um then you also every single time Wrestlemania comes along all this stuff for different wrestling corporations want to pretty much like get their hands on like have like get their hands on like a little piece of wrestlemania what i mean by that is that they want them to like all right we're going to actually put our business out there as well but i want you to come support us and not go over there because you gotta remember WWE is like you going to Disney, all right? So with all the festivities that WWE is going to have, it's going to be a lot of money. So that's why they actually have all these wrestling company, um, companies going to be doing their thing as well. So that's going to be interesting. I think Evolve is probably part of it as well, you know? But other than that, um, also wanted to mention, uh, what was the other thing? What is it called? Um... Let me see. AEW. Back to AEW. I want to mention that. Um, they actually have their star cast. That's actually part. Um, it's separate. But the thing is it's still connected. Because it's part of the um, the All Elite Wrestling All In. You know what I mean? Event that's going to be coming up. That's double or nothing. And uh, there's going to be a, a stacked card on that um, event going on in Las Vegas. You know what I mean? So... Bruce Pritchard is going to be part of it. Fucking, um, excuse my language here. Uh, as well as Eric Bischoff, Diamond Dallas Page. You know, all these legends are going to be part of it. I think Undertaker, I mentioned that's going to be part of StarCast this year as well. You know, so if you're in Las Vegas and you want to check that out, you should. I wish I had a ticket to go check that out over Access. You know, so that's going to be pretty cool thing to do so anyways triple a wrestling has been getting a lot of exposure with all these people going from like the independent scene down there you know what i mean so a lot of those AA, um triple a wrestlers are making their way into um aew you know what i mean so it's like I look at it, they're doing a lot of cross-promotion with these companies. So it's actually pretty cool to see that happening. As well as AEW trying to sign like 
you know, great talent to their roster. You know what I mean? Like, to sign a legend like Chris Jericho to AEW, I already mentioned that's actually pretty good things. You know what I mean? So let's see what happens with AEW after a double or nothing. What WWE Russell might be heading over there. So, yeah. Um, other than that, folks, um, I think that's my time. But this week coming up, WrestleMania is upon us. I mentioned that early in the podcast. And um, I'm going to take a breakdown of my favorite WrestleManias. So there's gonna, I'm going to have like a special WrestleMania tribute. For this, um, this episode coming up, it's going to be all about WrestleMania. So pretty much I'm going to talk about certain matches that I like at certain WrestleManias. So I want to do that this week just so we we'll get everybody amped up for WrestleMania. And again, um, I want to shout out some um, to my peoples again at you in the UK, also to those other wrestling podcasts that are doing their thing, and also those hardworking people that are doing their podcasts. <coughs> Excuse me. As well, I want to shout out again to my peoples over here at Herbs Trading Corp. Check them out on Instagram at Herbscore or at www.herbs.tk for your stoner essentials and mystery boxes. That's Herbs Corp for your good old Mary Jane supplies and products. Also, again, shout out to my boy Sunny Spoons 420. Check him out on the, the nigga who kicked the hornet's nest. It's a very good podcast, very funny. I loved it. Also, again, I'll be back this week coming up with WrestleMania. So, yeah, stay tuned for that one. Another WrestleMania recap of my favorite WrestleMania matches and stuff like that. But it's the weekend. It's Saturday. Um, wrapping this up right now. Enjoy your weekend. Springtime is upon us, folks. I know you guys want to probably, if you own a house, want to go outside and cut the grass or whatever it is. <laughs> if I had a lawn, I probably would have been doing that. But anyways, it's your boy DJ Miggy here, and I hope you have a nice weekend and a nice work week. Take care of yourself. Peace.